You're listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. And welcome, one and all, to the Sonic Society, the world's greatest showcase of modern audio drama. I'm the second most important host here, Jack Ward, <laughs> with the shaker and mover himself, David Ault. Oh, thank you. Good morning, everyone. It smells still a lot like October, and we've got another packed show with absolutely no adventures. Number one from Audio Media, and the first four episode of Out of the Ashes from Unknown Squared Productions. And all of it begins right here on the Sonic Society. Welcome to the Signature Eats Bakery. I'm Sig. We've got breads, pies, cookies, cakes, and absolutely no adventures. It is done. I'm telling you, it's not. How can it not be done? I followed the recipe exactly. And besides, how would you know? You have never even seen one before, and the toroid of dimension and despair is a feat of mundane and arcane craftsmanship beyond your mere human comprehension. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, this human can comprehend that it's not done. It needs at least another ten minutes in the oven. It is done. Take a bite out of it, then. I will. Mm. 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 It is not done. True sight never fails. Just put it back in the oven. No. The ritual is ruined. If I put it back in the oven, it will not be a toroid of dimension and despair. It will be a common toroid at best. Not worth my time. Oh, come on. Don't be grumpy. I'll eat the toroid. Your attempt at pity is noted but not accepted. I will go into the kitchen and destroy the evidence of my failure. I believe in you, buddy! Okay. What was I... Ah, right. The day sails. That was... uh, 50 loaves of bread. Three dozen cookies. Hmm. Three pies. Slow day for pies. Are you Sig? I'm looking for Sig. You found him. I'm Sig, and this is the Signature Eats Bakery. We're closing up, but there's still some stuff left over if you really need something. Especially if what you need is pie. I made way too many pies today. I don't need pies. What I need is help. What kind of help? I have come from very far to find you. I had to cross the packs, and you weren't easy to locate once I was here. That's a lot of dedication for baked goods. I didn't come for baked goods. You have to know I didn't cross the ocean and show up in your bakery in full plate armor for baked goods. Well, then, I'm sorry, but I can't help you. But you have to. I don't think I do. 
Again, unless you've changed your mind on the pie thing, in which case I'm definitely your guy. No, it, it has to be you. We read the prophecy. We followed the signs. You like signs, huh? Well, read the one on the counter, right there in front of you. Uh, signature Eats Bakery, Adventurers Welcome, absolutely no adventures. It's right there when you walk in. First thing you see, but does anyone read it? No, <laughs> of course not. Ugh, I don't even know why I bothered putting it up. I don't understand. Listen, I'm sure you don't want to hear my whole life story, but all you need to know is whatever adventure or quest it is you want to drag me into, it's not happening. But the prophecy! Nope. A seventh son of a seventh son. That's not really any of your business. And a child of two worlds. Also none of your business. Not to mention the star charts. I said no, okay? Don't make me get happy. Uh, you mean angry? No, I mean happy. Help! Get in here! We've got another one. He's happy. I am. But you may call me by my full name. Happiness escapes all who behold his great and terrible visage. Hap. Or alternatively, as that is cumbersome for humans to say, you may call me Mr. Happy. As in, bye Mr. Happy, because you were just leaving, right? Wait, just wait, please. I've come all this way. Won't you at least talk to me? Uh, I'll buy some of your pie, if that will help. I'll get a slice and... Pies are sold whole or not at all. You will not buy a slice. Oh, jeez. I'll take it down a few notches. She will honor the store policy or she will have no pie. Then I'll buy a whole pie. That's fine. I just want to talk. Uh, here. Whatever that will get me is fine. I don't care. Dealer's choice, huh? Let's go with Apple, my personal favorite. Eh, but this is cold. Uh, let me heat it up for you. Uh, Happy, can you get it? As you wish. You just fire out of your hand, without a spell. Aberrant ones can do many things beyond human capabilities. An aberrant one! Whoa, hey, whoa, 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 okay. Happy, stop freaking out the humans with your aberrant one talk, and you... Put that sword back in its sheath. Happy isn't going to hurt anyone. He just always sounds like he is. I'm not going to talk to you if you stab my best friend. I mean, I probably will, but it'll be more like, How dare you, and you'll pay for this! So, you'll talk to me then? I will, but I'd prepare for disappointment if I were you. So, what's the story this time? You said there was a prophecy... Is this one of those find-a-lost-treasure things, or is it more life or death? The second. If it was just for treasure, it wouldn't concern me. But a dreadlich will descend upon our kingdom and destroy everyone within its borders unless the one fated to either defeat him or die by his hand is located, given the sacred blade, and brought back. I, of course, was given the task, as I am the strongest and most trustworthy of the Queen's Guard, and... When I consulted the oracle, all signs pointed to you. I have tirelessly followed the trail since, and here I am, pleading for your help. So you already have the sacred blade? You don't even want me to find it? Yes, I have it with me. 
Was that your issue? You didn't want to go looking for something we might not find? Because if that's your only reservation... Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm still not doing this. I just want to know, if you have the Sacred Blade and you know what you have to do, then why do you even need me? I mean, why don't you do it? Me? Yeah, I mean, you're a knight. A really good one, based on how fancy your armor is. In fact, you said you were the Queen's most trusted guard, right? Yes, we've known each other since we were young girls, but... So why would you, this fearsome warrior, cross the ocean to find me, a baker who has never successfully used a sword in his life, to fight a dreadlich, something that you could not make me do for any amount of money? 1,750,000 gold pieces. What? I would fight a dreadlich for 1,750,000 gold pieces. Huh. Good to know, I guess. And, uh, sorry, I, I never got your name? Lady Isadora. Right, Lady Isadora. I've never seen you actually use that sword, but just by the way you're wearing it, I can promise you that you are 100% more qualified to fight the Dread Lich than me. I mean, come on, look at me. And look at you. Isn't this literally what you night types train for? I had considered that. And... Properly using a sword is a lot trickier than most people realise. It isn't just waving it around like a fan. There's technique, and you have to build the strength and stamina to properly wield it. I tried to explain this to the Queen, and we got into a ridiculous argument about my safety. As if I wouldn't give my life for hers a million times over. But it doesn't matter either way, because I can't wield the sword. But I thought you were going to stab happy with it. She would not have come close. Oh, that's not the sacred sword. That one's mine. The sacred sword is in my pack. Uh, here, let me unwrap it and show you. See how you can almost feel the blessed energy? I would give anything to wield a weapon like this just once. Well, you have it. Why don't you? Because I can't. See? Ah! It burned you. Only the Chosen One can pull the sword from the sheath without being harmed, which is why we need you. So, please, the entire kingdom is at stake. Please say you'll help. Hmm. What? What is it? Just trying to get a better look at the sword... Do you mind if I hold it for a second? Of course not. Take it. Hmm. Well? You did it! This is wonderful! It sure is. Here you go. Why are you handing me the sword? I told you. Only the Chosen One can use it. No. Only the Chosen One can pull it from its sheath. But anyone can use a sword. See for yourself. If I touch that, it'll burn me. It won't. You just saw that it did. <sighs> Fine. Happy, take the sword. Mm. The blessed energy is unpleasant, but I am otherwise uninjured. See? Completely safe. But uh, how? It should burn anyone else who touches it, even an aberrant one. And how could you even tell? It's the true sight. Never fails. 
I could see that the spell effect didn't extend beyond the sheath. Really lazy spell work, honestly. Just put this sword in your normal sheath and you're good to go. You mean I can just... have it? Are you kidding me? You're obviously the best person for the job and we definitely don't want it. Just go back home with the sword and tell everyone that you realized you were the chosen one all along. They're not going to question the lady with the glowing blessed sword. Uh, this is the most amazing, the biggest thing. How can I ever repay you? Oh, uh, can I keep the sheath? I bet I could win some barroom bets with it. <laughs> of course. And here, have my old sword to go with it. Uh, not really a sword guy. But how will you bet people they can't pull the sword from the sheath with no sword to go with it? Hmm. Good point. I guess I'll take them both. If you don't mind my saying so, what was and still is a major concern for me seems like more of a minor annoyance for you. I've never seen a sign like this before. Yeah, this happens a lot more often than I'd like. There was a lot going on when I was born. I set off basically any prophecy or chosen one alarms that are even remotely close to me. That's incredible. You are absolutely brimming with potential. The only things I want to be brimming are this shop with customers and me with warm pie. Speaking of, you want to have a slice before you head out? I don't know. Uh, I shouldn't waste time. The kingdom is in danger. Come on. I might not be good at swords, but I do make pies good enough that people who are good at swords would stab people over them. <laughs> would they? I mean, they would, if I could figure out how to get the word out about this place. And you can subtract this from the time you would have spent trying to teach me how to sword fight. <laughs> You're right. You did save me a lot of time. And this pie does smell amazing. Doesn't it? I can't believe we have so much left over. You do not sell them aggressively enough. The customer must be told what they want. I keep telling you that is not how this works. I get results. Mm, this is really good. Do you want another one to take with you? Half price. Full price. Happy? No, no, he's right. This is worth the full price. I'll pay gladly. I get results. And again, I can't thank you enough. If there is anything I can do... Yes, there is one thing. What is it? Maybe between now and the next time there's some big prophecy or quest or something that needs a chosen one type, you can forget my address? Unless you just really want to cross the ocean for another slice of pie. I think I can arrange that. Episode 1, The Sword in the Sheath, was written and directed by Destiny Howell. The show is produced and edited by Audio Media, with the theme music by Lawrence Owen. Starring the voice talents of Wes Haas as Sig, Karsten Otto as Happy, and featuring Briar Zachary as Lady Isadora. Special thanks to executive taste tester Camille. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave us a review and subscribe. You can find us online at noadventurespod.com or at our Twitter at noadventurespod for extras, transcripts, and absolutely no adventures. What would an aberrant one even do with gold? Engage in commerce. Huh.
This episode is dedicated to the loving memory of Gerald Benemy. May you always have the greatest adventures. Hello everyone. I am Vince Comedies Davis, the creator of Out of the Ashes and voice of David Rockwell. Here we finally are, the premiere of Out of the Ashes. As I said in the update announcement, it has been a long process with mostly a lot of waiting because of the shutdowns during the coronavirus pandemic. It is surreal to me to finally be here because although the idea of this show is fairly new, the story is more than 20 years in the making. Originally, I wrote this script out as a movie for a scholarship contest for college. After finishing, I shelved the notebook and forgot all about it until around mid-2019, one day while visiting my mother, she said she found a box of some things and brought it down to me. Of those items were an old pair of tap shoes, some novels, blank CDs, and of course, this notebook. After I opened it, the entire story rushed back through my mind and I was instantly transported to a new world. This story meant a lot to me. I had always enjoyed writing short stories, but this was my first full story and first script. Even bought an edition of Final Cut to help me out. I still loved the idea of making it a movie, but recently had fallen in love with the world of fiction podcast or audio dramas or whatever phrase you use. So I decided to transform the script from visual to a cinematic experience for your ears. The process was different from anything I was used to, but after studying so many audio dramas, I finally finished my script. So as you can guess, this has been a huge passion project for me. Every aspect of this show has been born from love and the love of horror. So there are things that can be done in movies that are a little more difficult to pull off on podcasts, and that almost had me cut out these first four episodes. But in the end, I decided to keep them to show what the characters were doing before everything happened. So I've been calling these episodes the prelude or prologue episodes. And we'll get to episode one in a moment. First, I want to thank all those who have had a hand in bringing the show to life. From the cast, to my family, to my kids, and my friends. Also, be sure to follow Out of the Ashes on all your favorite social media platforms. We would love to hear from you. And finally, like, follow, subscribe, and review the show. Tell everyone what you think and what you like about the show. We are a new podcast and your recommendation will help us grow. So without further ado, I present Out of the Ashes. Yeah. 
Young one, have you been misplaced? Are you always so silent? Can you really see the future? <laughs> yes, in a way. It's more like taking a glimpse into possibilities. Would you like me to glimpse into yours? Well, I need to find my mom. Sometimes the best thing to do is to remain in one spot and let the universe work. Come, sit down. Give me your hand. Wait, what's going on? Are you okay? You are destined for great things. The world will face a great threat. You will be destined to be a great leader in this new world. You will suffer great losses, but will be exalted into great triumphs. Very Excuse me, sir. Have you seen a little boy, my son? He's missing. I can't find him. Oh, there you are. As I said, sometimes it is best to remain still, and the universe will work everything to alignment. Oh my gosh, please don't ever do that again. I tried to keep him busy and calm until you could find him. Thank you so much. David, come on, we have to go now. So long, young one. I look forward to meeting you again. Thank you for joining us for the first episode of Out of the Ashes. This episode was starring Evie Sage, Messiah Brown, Shanina Comages Davis, Camille Comages Davis, and Kira Comages Davis. Once again, remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Outs of the Ashes. And remember to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Thank you again for joining us for episode one. And we'll see you again on episode two of 
out of the ashes. Episode 2, Project Tempestus. Come in. You wanted to see me? Yes. Sit down, doctor. It has been decided that Project Tempestus will go online today at midday, despite your request. What? General, I strongly recommend that you reconsider. Why is that? You said it yourself. The product is going remarkably well, right? Right, it has been, but there are contingencies that have not been tested, and a machine with potentially catastrophic results should not be rushed into. Doctor, you estimated three years for project completion, and after many requests for extensions, we gave you five. The satellite will go online today, and if we come across any problems, you will just have to fix them as we go. Just fix as we go? You talk as if this is just a car that may need minor repairs. This is a complex piece of machinery that is going to control nature itself. This is not up for debate. I will not turn this satellite on. <sighs> I had hoped you would play ball, but I did plan for this. Send them in. Escort Dr. Walters off the premises. Are you serious? You brought this you on yourself, do Doctor. This. You're making a mistake. Come on, this is ridiculous. Don't you know? This is gonna backfire. You will regret this. Captain Scott, meet me in the control room. Aye, sir. All personnel report to cargo stations immediately. All personnel report to cargo stations immediately. All personnel report to cargo Officer on deck! As you were. Captain, bring the satellite online. Aye, sir. Power on. Target, Nevada Desert. Weather condition, snow. 
aligning satellite, charging, engaging satellite in three, two, one, engage. Thank you for joining us for episode two of Out of the Ashes. Episode two was written and directed by Vince Comedies Davis, starring David Shu, Claire Doden, and Johnny Unitas. As always, please be sure to follow Out of the Ashes on our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And please remember to subscribe to Out of the Ashes on whatever podcasting platform you prefer to listen on and tell family and friends about the show. We are a new podcast and with your help, we can continue to grow and bring you even more content from Out of the Ashes. calling Rockman Manufacturing. This is Kate speaking. How may I help you? Please hold. Mr. Rockwell, I have your wife on line one. Thank you, Kate. I got it. Hey, what's up? How's your day going? It's going good. I've got a meeting in a few minutes. 
Just wanted to remind you about Gap. Let me guess. You wanted to remind me about Izzy's play tonight. <laughs> at 7? Yes, I'll be there at 7. Great. Also remember to... Get the flowers. Don't worry. I got this. Hey, you ready? <laughs> I love you. I love you more. I will see you tonight. Why are you still sitting here? All right, man. Let's do this. Ah, uh, whew. Sorry, just getting myself hyped. You remember the game plan, right? Uh, yeah. If I recall, I do all the talking and you cosign. Funny. <laughs> no, but for real, we've gone over this more than a dozen times before. We just go in here and do what we practice and everything will be fine. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for taking time out of your day to meet with us. Hello! <gasps> oh, um, hi. I'm sorry, I didn't see you come in. How can I help you? I'm here to see David Rockwell. And you are? I am an old friend. Well, Mr. Rockwell's in a meeting for the rest of the day. And without an appointment, there's no way for you to see him. Can you give him a message? Sure. Tell him the time is now. And who should I say this message is from? Arena. Okay, I will get this to him as soon as... Ma'am? Ma'am? Where'd she go? You killed it in there. This definitely calls for a celebration. I heard some people are headed out for drinks. You coming? Uh, nah, I have to head home. I told Lena I'd come home tonight. Take a shot for me, though. <laughs> After that presentation, I'll take three. <laughs> I'm sure you will. Tell Lena I said hello. Will do. I'll catch up with you later, man. time is it? Wow, six o'clock already? That meeting took a lot longer than I thought it would. Hope the flower shop is still open. Last time I got flowers from the grocery store, they knew I did it last minute. I don't want to get those looks again. Scientists are still unsure as to what is causing the sudden such deaths among the wildlife at Yellowstone National Park, but they want everyone to remain calm as they conduct their research. They've informed us that the chance of any serious volcanic activity is still slim, that there's no need for panic, and they'll be here monitoring the park for as long as it takes. 
That's odd. Since when do we get earthquakes this strong on the East Coast? The following message is transmitted at the request of the United States federal government. The supervolcano under Yellowstone National Park is expected to erupt and will cause major damage in several locations. The effects of lava flow, ash fall, and earthquakes are expected to be what? serious and severe. When the eruption occurs, several events can be expected. A loud noise that can be heard thousands of miles away will be heard. Lava will explode out, destroying everything it path in the evacuation area. To evacuate the area in the most effective manner, follow the routes designated by officials. Oh God, please if you are in this area, okay. leave your homes and businesses immediately. Where is my phone? Got it. Hello? Hey, are you okay? Yes, we're fine. What should we be doing right now? I've looked up the effects of the supervolcano eruption and it's not good. It's too early to tell, but let's be prepared. Start prepping the bunker, and we can go down if... If what? This can't be real. Lena, Get in the shelter! Now! Babe! Babe! What's all that noise? I can hardly hear you! Babe, you're not going to believe this. Hell, I hardly believe it. But it looks like a tornado is touching down in the city. What? Why is he telling her to get home as quickly as possible? You two bunker down. I'll be home as soon as I can. Uh, okay, I'll call her as soon as you get off the phone. You just come home as soon as you can. We need you here. Thank you for joining us for episode 3 of Out of the Ashes. Episode 3 was written and directed by Vince Comedies Davis. Starring Michelle Lang, Cedric Willis, Evie Sage, Shanina Comedies Davis, and Vince Comedies Davis. Remember to follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Out of the Ashes. We would love to hear from you. And you can stay up to date on all the latest news and updates on the show. As always, subscribe to the show and spread the news to family and friends about the show. It is a new podcast, so with your help, we can continue to grow and put out more content for you. Thank you again, and we'll see you next time for Out of the Ashes.
episode four, The Front Lines. Scientists are still unsure as to what is causing the sudden such deaths among the wildlife at Yellowstone National Park, but they want everyone to remain calm as they conduct their research. They've informed us that the chance of any serious volcanic activity is still slim, that there's no need for panic, and they'll be here monitoring the park for as long as it takes. Okay, I think we're good on that. Good. Okay, pack it up. We're in the first flight out of here. Um... Don't you want to try and get an interview with one of the scientists? No. Or some footage of what they're doing in the tents? No. I have a bad feeling. I'm picking up on some energy that's not right. We need to leave this place as soon as possible. Oh, so more of your psychic magic ESP stuff. Call it what you want. You know Bill isn't going to like this. It's us I'm worried about right now. Okay, I guess we're in a hurry now. Hurry up! We have to get on this plane right now! What's the rush? You know it's a chartered plane. The pilot won't leave without us. Let's go! Very convenient how she forgot her bags though. Good morning! Good morning. I guess she told you we're ready to go now. I was informed. Once you're in, we will prepare for liftoff. Great. Comfortable, are we? Yeah, thanks for your help with the bags. You should have left them. Okay. What's going on? The fear in your voice, the rushing around, not getting the full story? All this has me worried. Buckle in. We're clear to take the runway. I told you earlier. Something's going to happen. The time is getting closer. What? What's gonna happen? Something we don't want to be around for. And to answer your next question, no, I don't know what it is. Are you reading my mind? Can you do that? No, I didn't need to read your mind. I saw it on your face. How was that? Oh my god! Look out the starboard window! What's going on? Where's that giant cloud coming from? I think... 
Yellowstone just erupted. Brace yourselves! It's about to get rough! No! 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 Thank you for joining us for Out of the Ashes. Episode 4 was written and directed by Vince Comages Davis. Starring Reese Barnard, Binja Z, and Johnny Unitas. Out of the Ashes now has a Patreon page. If you are enjoying the show, please go to patreon.com backslash out of the ashes and consider donating to keep the content rolling. And while you're at it, go to Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Make sure you follow us there at Out of the Ashes to keep up to date on new information and just to tell us how you are liking the show so far. And as always, make sure you subscribe to the show on any podcasting platform you are listening to us on right now and share the news about the show with family and friends. The more people that know about it, the more we can get the word out and keep bringing you new content. Thank you. And that's this week's show. Please check the show notes for links for both shows this week at sonicsociety.org. Today's also the final run of Mutual's transcontinental terror for another season. Be sure to send us your thoughts on this year's run and be prepared next Hallowed Eve season for more spooky terror on the rails. But we'll be here next week for the Sonic Society where you're all welcome aboard. I'm Jack Ward. And I'm David Alt. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Bye now. Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production.
There are a number of everyday precautions that we can all take that may help to slow down the spread of the coronavirus. The first is to make sure to clean your hands often. Now, washing your hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds is the best, but if you don't have that, try to use a hand sanitizer that has at least 60% alcohol. And to the extent possible, avoid touching high-touch surfaces in public places. These are things like elevator buttons, door handles, handrails, or of course handshaking with people. Wash your hands after touching surfaces in public places. Avoid touching your face, your nose, and your eyes. And clean and disinfect your home to remove germs. Practicing routine cleaning of frequently touched surfaces like tables, doorknobs, light switch handles will make a difference. Avoid crowds, especially in poorly ventilated spaces. All these small things that we can do may help to slow down the spread of the coronavirus. For more information, go to cdc.gov and be well, everyone.